good day, Panther Nation. This is Daniel Stackhouse here for the sixth and final episode of Panther Nation Radio. It has been a short but sweet ride, but we are finally nearing the end of the Stars Mill Sports season. State championships have been going, have been abundant. Almost all the sports except baseball at this point point in time are done with their seasons according to GHSA and we will be talking about the seasons and wrapping everything up with four of the Stars Mill sports head coaches and we will also have an update on the GADA Directors Cup at the end of the episode so stay tuned for all that as we begin our first interview. We are going to kick off with golf, and I lied, unfortunately, head coach of the golf team, Burt Waller, is not able to come on the show today for Panther Pit because he is currently taking care of football as an offense coordinator, so best of luck to him in that endeavor. So in the meantime, I'm just going to update you all on the golf state championship results myself. The golf, the golf state championship was held on February the 8th, or sorry, May the 8th, 17th to the 18th. The Stars Mill team, the, well, let's start with the Stars Mill girls team first. They started day one by shooting, two, by shooting 256 and day two shooting 242 with a total of, of 498, which is plus 60. Northview, Northview, and Wood were above them. Northview placed second with 491, with a score of 491, and Woodward won the girls' state championship by with a score of 482. So congratulations to Woodward, and thank you to the girls' senior girls' seniors for everything that you've done. Next, we got the boys. They shot 302. They were only 302 on day one. They were only like three shots behind. Uh, on day one and day two, they shot 305, ending with a to- total of 300, 311, ending with a with a total of 613. They were only like four points off from the state championship, which is just insane. Their total to par was plus plus 45. Ahead ahead of them was Woodward with total of 606, Cartersville with 595, and St. Pius with a total of 585. So congratulations to St. Pius. And thank you for our Stars Mill Boys seniors for everything you've done. It was a great season, and it's, it seems like it worked well, even though there weren't state championships. Some good showings. Top top four is nothing to sneeze at. So congratulations to the golf team on their fantastic season. Joining me right now is the head coach of the girls lacrosse team. Once again, I'm joined by head coach Mary Lehman. Welcome back to the show. Great, thank you. Thanks for having me. So we were, last episode I was talking I was talking about the state championship and building that that up that occurred the state championship occurred this week, past weekend on Saturday so why don't you break it down for us what happened? Um, it was uh, it was a great experience um, you know speaking of all the positives the girls had a great opportunity they um, we got to go and stay in a hotel the night before and kind of get ourselves you know uh, team bonding wise and, and have some just downtime you know in advance and they had a lot of fun with that. Um, getting to the actual championship game, it was a slightly different venue than what we had had in the past. Um, you know, previously we were used to playing in a larger venue um, at Kennesaw State, and this time it was just at a high school. Um, but it was a brand new high school, so it was a very nice facility, um, and it was it it was it was good in a way that it wasn't that overwhelming atmosphere of a collegiate. Um, uh, stadium, 
So in that respect, it was nice. Um, that it was really kind of like just another away game for us, even though we were the home team. But um, the girls definitely fought through from beginning to end. It was never a moment of them um, giving up or slowing down. Um, there were some pivotal moments that um, caused some challenges for us, and it was just really, really difficult for them to overcome that. Is it indicative of who these about this team and who these ladies are that they're that they didn't that they didn't lay down and they continue to fight throughout the game? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, this entire season, they have displayed that, and um, they have dug deep every single game. They've managed to come up with what they needed to. It's just for this particular game, it just we were outskilled. Um, Blessed Trinity, I mean, nobody would ever deny them um, the amount of talent they've always had on that team. So, um, and they, you know, definitely just outperformed us in this particular game. So, the team lost twelve to six in the state championship. But something that you said at the end of that at the end of that game is that this that this game and that that experience and that for this team it was way more than just true for you guys. And there was more. There was way more of that. You guys that these girls were able to cher are able to cherish throughout their entire lives. So you mind explaining that? Sure, hundred um, percent. I think when you look back on this season, um, obviously this was a season of complete unknowns, um, and I don't know if the girls. We discussed this at the banquet on Sunday, and we talked about how, you know, I don't think they even they were just so much into the daily task of what we were doing they kind of didn't realize that what they were achieving was true greatness and they were overcoming so many obstacles that they didn't even realize they were doing um, and I don't know if past teams could have achieved what they achieved um, any kid in this past year has had to just face so many challenges with COVID um, quarantines self-quarantines um, you know, the changes in our schedules, hybrid, you know, all in person, virtual. I mean, it was, there were so many moving parts to this school year, um, not just athletically, but academically as well. And to see these girls handle and manage it from a day to day basis and not even think twice about it is to me incredible. Does that make them one of the most impressive teams you've seen, impressive groups you've seen come through the school? Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's what I wanted them to hang their hats on. I wanted them to understand that they achieved something that no other team has achieved. I mean, no one, no one could ever say that, um, that they could have achieved that kind of success and pushed through all those obstacles as if they didn't even exist. So, I'm going to end this song with asking, asking your thoughts about the seniors. This is a group that has made the state championship three out of three times, one one with everything this, just give me your thoughts about this senior class and everything that they've been able to accomplish and the print that they've left on the program. Um, they left a big imprint and they have um, left a tremendous legacy for this group. And of course, every senior group has, has left a very unique legacy. You know, the first ones um, in 2018 were the first for our team to ever get to a state championship. That was their legacy. The second was winning that state championship. And the third, to me, is maintaining it and maintaining it through a most challenging season of any two previous. So they've all left that imprint. They've all left a legacy for, for the younger 
um, athletes to, to leave up to. And, and I will tell you this, and I want to make sure that this is known, um, that I've already had my rising seniors, a few of them, come up to me, and they have already discussed that starting today they are ready to get back to it. They're going to have their senior-led um, workouts, and they're going to do conditionings and do their own little stick skill um, sessions throughout the summer. So um, they're motivated. That they got a bad taste in their mouth. They don't want to go through this again, and they're ready to, um, to to fight back for it. Can't wait to see that road next season. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. And then congratulations to the girls' cross team, state 1A through 5A runner-ups. And thank you to all the seniors for all your contributions to Stars Movement Girls' Across. When we come back, we are going to be talking to the track head coach, Chad Walker, and the baseball head coach, Brent Mosley, and going over the state championships for track and the state baseball semifinal against Ware County. Stay with us. The Prowler would like to thank the following sponsors for their continued support of student journalism at Stars Mill High School. Tim Monahan and Farmers Insurance, Mahaffey Orthodontics, Pinewood Inspections, Advanced Physical Therapy, and Search America. Welcome back to Panther Nation Radio. My next guest right now is the head coach of the track and field team. Joining me right now is head coach Chad Walker. How are you doing right now, coach? I'm doing great. Thank you for stopping by today. So let's get straight into it. After sectionals, what, what were some final preparations y'all did for the team to prepare for state? Uh, the biggest thing was just uh, keeping their mental, the mental game going and uh, working on just their routine not changing a whole lot and uh, focusing on the next task at hand, which was obviously what they've trained for all season long, and that was state competition. Let's touch on the girls a little bit because they yep. had, I think, seven points in the... Yep. So Amanda Robinson is the only fielder for the girls, had a, yep. had a solid showing, and Allie Walker had a great yep. night as her final, final with event as a high school runner. What was it like for first Amanda to represent the girls in the, in the field events and for Allie as your daughter and as a coach to see her have that night, have that day? Yeah, so Amanda did a great job on Thursday. Um, she, she had a personal best at nine feet and ended up finishing eighth and uh, she's, she's done really well. She gets to come back next year, which is even better. Um, Allie, being a senior, um, had a really tough race on Thursday in the mile and uh, just she had to flush that down the toilet and and move forward and uh, she came back stronger the next day in the prelims of the 800 and uh, I think she ran 218 and then after that uh, she really put down a, an incredible time broke the school record on on Saturday she ran two, 215 and I believe broke the record by three seconds so it was good to see her bounce back and um, after not having the best day on Thursday. But that's track and field and that's life and that's adversity. And you have to be able to um, fight through those things and be tough. We've talked about attitude before and it's evident in how Allie bounced back and it's also about how senior Devin Barnett bounced back, didn't have a solid, didn't have a solid high jumping day and then placing fifth in the 110 hurdles. Is it? How how is it for you seeing that 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 teaching of attitude pay off in these athletes? Yeah, it's great because they 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 are the ones that really show that example to the younger athletes on the team. And I think the more that younger kids see that, the stronger you're going to become in the future. And I thought that Devin, uh, you know, 
again, he was only at about 75% and uh, still made it to state, made it to the finals in the 110s, didn't have a great day in the, in the high jump. And then, you know, came out and finished fifth in the, in the, in the hurdles. And uh, if, if he was healthy, uh, you know, he would have qualified in four events. And, uh, you know, but great for him for fighting and battling the entire year. And that's, that's another part of being, being tough and, and being able to battle through it and, and get out there and, and still be able to perform and uh, get on the podium. Let's just talk about this boys team in general. They had a really good showing, placing runners up, only the bus, only falling to only trailing the Blessed Trinity, and Mark Stampley with the High Points Award. A lot of st- great stuff going for the boys. What does it mean for your coach to see all that pay off for the guys and have a fantastic day? Well, first of all, it's a credit to all of our assistant coaches and, and the, the amount of time that they put in um, away from their families, uh, you know, the, the, the plan that they had for the whole season, uh, the trust that they build with all of our athletes, and then to go out and see it all come together was incredible. Um, I did not think we would even be a top 10 team at the beginning of the, of the school year. I mean, people, we, we, were, we were not even on the radar. And then we came out and, um, you know, Thursday was a big field event day. Joey Solkowski tied for seventh in the pole vault. Rampy was uh, great in the shot put. He was eighth. Then 10th grader Pfeiffer, he comes out and he gets eighth in the, in the discus. Um, you know, we, we, and then, and then, it, and then it kind of shifted to Mark Stampley and, uh, he, he goes out and he's third in the triple jump right out of the gate has a huge PR 44, six and a half, I believe it was. And then he comes back, you know, a couple hours later and has another, uh, great jump. He finished fourth in long jump. He was 22, I think, and a half inch and he was fourth. And then that evening, You've got Garrett Jones who comes out in the mile and runs 423 and finishes fourth, and Colt Novi runs 424 and he's seventh. And that just shows you how competitive the 1600 was. So huge points on Thursday, and uh, obviously Mark finishing uh, third and fourth that bumped us up, and then it was time to go into the semifinal or the uh, prelims on Friday and the finals on Saturday, and um, we did. We, we qualified who we wanted to. Our four by eight was incredible. We shifted some people around. And, uh, you know, and some people had to sacrifice a little bit and get on that, uh, that, that final four by eight team. And they went out, broke the record, finished second, ran, uh, I think, 804. Um, it was Colby Smith, Colton Olvey, Garrett Jones, and then you had. Uh, a little 10th grader, Ethan Aguilera Morton, who anchored him. So that was incredible. That, that's, that kicked off the day um, on, on Friday. So that got us eight more points. Then we qualified Mark, and we qualified, or Mark in the 300 hurdles, we qualified Devin in the, in the 110 hurdles. And then um, Colton ran the 3200 that night, but was just a little gas from the 4x8. And then, of course, our 4x4 qualified. So then you go into Saturday, and you're like, all right, here we are. And, and these points are all starting to add up. And uh, go out, and, and Devin gets fifth right out of the gate. And then Mark comes back with an eighth plate, or I'm sorry, a second place finish in the 300 hurdles, breaks the school record, 38.07. And we're like, wow, 
if we can win the four by four, we're going we could have a chance to win state. And uh, ended up finishing third. I think we were 319 78 and second place was 319 75. So I mean that just shows you how close second and third was and then I think Southwest Cab ended up winning that. But but we got on the podium, we finished second overall. Um, we've only done that two other times in school history, 2007 and then 2018. Um, and then finished runner-up twice, I believe, with the girl on the girls' side in school history. So we've got five runner-ups, never won a big one, but um, I'm confident that in the future that that's going to happen uh, because of the coaches that I've surrounded myself with and the athletes that are coming through this program. Wishing you the best of luck in that endeavor. Thank you for your time today. Okay, thank you. Congratulations to the boys' track team. They have, they like he said, they placed tw- second at the 5A meet at Carrollton. So congratulations to them and thank you, seniors. My final guest today is the head coach of the state-bound Stars Mill baseball team. Joining me right now is head coach Brett Mosley. How are you doing today? I'm good, dang. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. good. So let's start. Let's talk about this playoff run in general. We we had talked a bit that this team didn't really this team and this new group didn't really have much playoff experience going into the playoffs, but how with the tough schedule y'all played with some tough tough competition and a really tough region, how do how did all that factor into some playoff success? Um, well, like you said, the 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 non region schedule is probably the toughest I'd ever had, and um, it was done for a reason, you know, to prepare for the playoffs, and then you know being in the region with Harris County, Northside, you know, McIntosh, Whitewater, all those guys are really good. So we didn't really have many breaks this year. So um, it, it, no doubt it helped us, you know, the Park Views, the Houston Counties, the guys we played like that, um, certainly prepared us for where we're at now. And it was a, it was a pretty soft playoff run. You, you beat down Tri-Cities tri- and Coffee in the first two rounds. In Greenbrier, you lose first baseman Ben Mosley off a of bang-bang play. How does that change things, especially in the infield, so late? Well, you know, fortunately we have, you know, a deep bench and uh, able to move Eli over and then Evan Harris filled in and done a really good job at third. So, you know, we, we have a lot of good players and we just, you know, Eli's been hurt all year, Sean's been hurt, you know. So, you know, we have a good bench and we just, you know, use guys when we need to. So, take me through just, we talked about it a little bit the past few days. Take me through, like, your perspective through this past semifinal series against Ward County. Um, we, we played well at times. We didn't play well at other times. But, um, you know, Sean White and Ryder both had huge um, series at the plate. I mean, and then Sean was really good behind the plate also. They had... Huge series, and they came up with a lot of clutch hits when we needed them. We still, you know, we stranded a lot of runners in all three games, but um, we were able, you know, to get through it. Our pitching was really, really good. And then Dan coming back yesterday on one day's rest to get those final three outs was big. So let's talk about the senior class for a second. What what has it been like for you as a coach being able to work with these guys for the past four years and seeing them, seeing them go all the way to a state championship. Yeah, it's good. You know, they, they they put in the work. You know, they come they come in before school, you know, at 6.15 in the morning to work out. They 
very rarely miss. I mean, that they're the group they they don't miss. You know, they come in, they don't skip out on it. Um, they've worked really hard, you know, and when you work hard and you're talented, good things happen. So, um, you know, it's they're very deserving of being here. The, uh, more to that point, let's kind of just build off this topic that they these guys have been playing for such a long time. So, is that is. Is that is the fact they are able to form such a great chemistry on the field and off the field a testament to both their skill and their loyalty to the game? It is, yeah. They, you know, they, uh, and that's part of the reason we do the morning workouts because you know a lot of times they don't play with each other in the summer. They play on di- some different teams, so do the morning workouts where we're all together. But um, yeah, you know, they're they're just a good group of boys. You know, they're a good group of boys. They love playing baseball and they're good at it. How happy are you for them that they get to play in a state championship? Very, very. You know, they'd been to the, well, their freshman year they were in the semis. You know, and really they were mostly all on varsity, or a lot of them were on varsity. But uh, we ended up getting beat in the semis. Uh, Sophomore year we didn't get past, uh, we got beat in the second round. Then last year we had a chance to make a run at this, and, um, you know, COVID shut us down, so we didn't get that opportunity there. So, you know, it's really nice to, you know, get there where they want to be. We talked about it a little bit uh, the other day where this is – it's a very – you guys are going to Truist Park for the state championship, a whole new facility. And at the, at the time of the recording, we don't know who's, who it's going to be. It's going to be either St. Pius or Loganville, two very – two also very deserving teams at this spot. So – how do you get this team prepared to drive it home? Uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is understanding that even though we're going to Truist, it's still a baseball field, you know, no different than ours. You know, it's just a much bigger setting. And, uh, you know, not be in awe of where you're playing, but understand once you get inside the white lines, it's all the same. doesn't matter if you're at Stars Mill or Parkview or Griffin or wherever, you know, it's the same thing. So. Hopefully we can, you know, once we get in there, we look around a little bit, and then we know it's time, you know, we got to play. Go for the state championship, coach. That's right. The Stars Mill baseball team will be playing at Truist Park, I believe it's Monday. Monday. Monday at 5 o'clock. The if game will be the next day at Truist Park. If you're a Panther, you better make your way out there. I am going to end this episode on the fe- on the GADA Director's Cup. Stars Mill has won it. The past two years in 2015, or I think they did, yeah, 2017, 20, and yeah, sorry, 2018 and 2019, I believe that we won the Director's Cup. It was the first, uh, and right now, we had some, diff- we had some different competition. We had Blessed Trinity, Woodward, St. Pius, Calhoun, and Cartersville, all coming from different classifications to 5A, making it much more difficult. But against all of that, right now, we are ranked just a couple points behind Blessed Trinity, but Blessed Trinity's lead doesn't matter because we have the state championship for baseball. And no matter what happens, we are going to leapfrog Blessed Trinity and Stars Mill will take their third consecutive Director's Cup. Gosh. Oh my goodness. This is insane. This has been an incredible year filled with tough competition. I've been covering this season. I've been covering the school year all year long. From football to baseball, this has been such a fantastic year for Stars Mill Sports. Sure, we had some duds like like basketball and wrestling, but those teams were still very competitive, and it doesn't take away all the hard work they put in. And I actually talked to 
Athletic director Shane Ratliff in the final Coach's Corner of the Year, which you can find on theproudnews.org, about this year and about the senior class in particular, and it is an astounding of how Stars Mill has established this culture and the community aspect of our school and the way that we were able to, to give a slap in the face to these large city schools and these private schools who can pick and choose. This is such a great community. It's such a great sports it's such a great sports atmosphere. I can't explain how much I love this enough. This is my last episode. This is my last podcast I'm going to be recording. My last sports podcast I'm recording for Stars Mill. And I can only say that it's been a ride. And I'm honored to have been able to be a part of this sports season. And be a, part, be a sports writer for Stars Mill at the Prowler for the past two years. It's something I can't describe. But I'm so happy that I got to do it. Thank you guys for listening. Without your listenership and your viewership and your readership, this is impossible. It's because of the it's because of your patronage and partaking in their in our my content that I'm able to continue to do what I do and I'm so thankful. I can't wait to continue to do what I do at Georgia Southern and what happens then I don't know, but I'm so thankful. Congratulations to Stars Mill for their for their third for their third consecutive directors cup. And like I said, baseball against Loganville at Truist Park on Tuesday at five o'clock. Please be there. And for the final time, this is Daniel Stackhouse signing off. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.